0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello my Impact fam, welcome to episode 96 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff, this is the TNAIW channel. Uh, thank you for joining us yet again, this is the last stop. Uh, Prior to the pre-pre-show, we'll be doing next Sunday, 6.30. It's your 6.30 to 7.30 pre-pre-show for Slammiversary. Uh, This is the last stop before that. Um, So really excited to to catch up on things, talk about a few things, and hopefully not rattle too many cages and have an adult-like conversation (laughs) at the end of this. Uh, First of all, I want to thank everyone that pops in here weekly, no matter if it is uh, through Twitch live, 8 p.m. every Sunday at twitch.tv backslash TNAW channel mcfoley plug uh or if it's 10 o'clock right here on uh tnaiw channel or anywhere in between guys we appreciate you we thank you um numbers are what they are uh as we always say one friend at a time one fan at a time uh and we mean that if we were in them in the business of uh trying to get big numbers we wouldn't have started impact wrestling channel it's that simple we do this for something bigger to us uh it's more important to us and uh it's about growing this community impacts community and uh we hope you're along you are along for the ride there we go as always there's a bunch of great impact content creators out there if you don't like my voice Go check them out, including this channel, Talking Bloody Nonsense, every Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. BST, Nixon and Craig, really dope stuff, man, Uh, they're already on episode 25 already, it's crazy, Um, they keep building and building, and they got some really cool people coming up on TBN Chat, so keep an eye for that, as well as TBN Vlogs, as Craig gets to travel to all these different shows across the UK, which is pretty dope, But yes, uh, check out all the impact content creators out there. Uh, Let's grow impact. That is the point of this. Speaking of which, put up our little time jam there. So you kind of see where we're at. If you're a newcomer to this show, make sure you hit subscribe, like, all that jazz. Follow us. We're at our Twitch number at 96 for episode 96. We need one more for episode 97. Uh, But you can see right here, 8 o'clock is what we're doing now. We're going to do intro and YouTube comments, followed by Power Rankings, uh, Impact Review, and our poll that you guys said uh, that you guys uh, filled out as far as what you thought of this previous week's episode. Impact, not us. (laughs) Uh, And then we're going to have a little throwback from the TNA IW originals. Uh, We have a little Meltzer U for you guys to cleanse the palate. And then we'll come back with a couple topics that should be interesting. Bay and Ace, and if they can coexist. I see a lot of that, of what this means for Bay. It doesn't mean they're going to be together, et cetera, et cetera. And then also impacts finances. I keep getting into it with people. And I say into it, meaning I'm telling facts. People are mad at me. Uh, (laughs) But if you come at me cordially, if it be here in the chat, Or if it be through Twitter or wherever, I'm more than happy to have you on the show or talk to you uh, in a cordial way about where I got the information and uh, how you could find it as well because I think it's important for all of us to be on the same page if we are going to grow this company, if that's your goal. Uh, Speaking of goals, our next goal is to get some more people to fill out YouTube comments. I guess when, uh, like I always say, uh, it takes a lot of, you know, what's to write on, uh, YouTube comments or anywhere on social media, your personal opinions, f- uh, for people to judge, to say what they will. And, uh, of course I open and, uh, them and answer honestly, I think that's the only fair thing to do. But with that being said, we have two. <laughs> this week. All right. Nope. Let's do that one more time. Cause I'm... In the treehouse. All right. Here we go. We have two. Elusive Mage, our new friend. Another great show. Thank you, buddy. Um, so this one's really not a comment. That's just a complimentary. Well, that's a comment, right? We'll take it. Um, not big on patting ourselves on the back. You know that, guys. What's going on T. Hughes, 1990. But I want, to, I want to say, when we say the one friend, one fan moniker, we really mean it. Uh, T. Hughes, 1990, popping in, really reminded me of that. I want to thank him. IO Productions, Tatea, obviously two teammates of ours. Critical Sting, 17, Parkside, 7, man. Guys, always coming through in this chat. Even if you skip a week or two, you're always back around uh, and talking up Impact and talking us up. And I appreciate that. Um, but Elusive Mage, man, we, uh, and you got to give me your government, because I don't know <laughs> your true name. But um, I really appreciate the kind words uh, you sent. You know, that's what this is really about. Uh, You know, I won't tell his personal story or whatever, um, but new to Impact, catching up on Impact, joined up with us, uh, and has been really cool ever since, man. So thank you to Elusive Mage. Um, But Greg Blanton, next up, Parkside 7. What's going on? Speak of the devil. Uh, Rumor is all new belts coming to Impact very soon. Maybe they'll all carry the NWA logo once again. Also, the Digital Media Championship returns as the World Media Championship. I think that's a possibility. It's really interesting what's going on with that. Uh, Myers popping his head back in, looking like we're going to get rich versus him uh, for the not faking uh, Digital Media Championship. Um, but I, I keep saying keep an eye on the NWA. They're changing all their champions. Um, you know, they're still they're still going at it. Uh, but I think the partnership in that bridge is is uh, is pretty strong. I'm not saying NBA belts are the way it's going to happen or emerge. But I wouldn't be against it either. So, uh, it's a very good point. I think no matter what happens with those belts, new belts, NBA belts, whatever it may be. Uh, Slammiversary is shaping up to be one hell of a show top to bottom not only the card but there are going to be some you know little things and and winks and surprises and you know look just M- mickey james coming back to be the guest enforcer for the first ever queen of the mountain match guys uh we have like i said one more show we have this and then the pre pre-show before slammiversary and uh you know tell your friends show the card let the card speak for itself we're going to talk about a little about that and how we could grow the fan base when it comes to impact finances and where we're at. But we all have to come to the same realization that we could only grow this together. Okay. Speaking of numbers, speaking of numbers, that'll be, that'll be my transition. Uh, Power Rankings is here. I think it is a tough week, and I think we'll see that. If you want to join the Power Rankings, make a difference, uh, or, you know, make your two cents uh herd, instead of just uh, complaining about them, which most of us do anyway. Uh, you can write us at BurtMac11, Bert's in charge of that, or at TNAW channel. It's really simple, you're in the chat, you don't have to talk to us during the week or at all, you can mute us just every Thursday between Thursday night after Impact to Saturday 8pm. Send us your 1 through 10, that's it. That's it. So, ha, let's get into that, let's get into Power Rankings, and then, uh, of course, the review after that. <laughs> Number 10 Impact Originals Number 9 The HBIC Mia Yim Number 8 World Champion Tasha Steels. Number 7 DK Number 6 Tag Team Champions The Briscos Number 5 VBD's Joe Dorian Number 4 Bullet Club Ace Austin and Good Brothers Number three, Steve Macklin. Number two, world champion Josh Alexander. Number one, honor no more. All right. Hey, welcome back, Gary. Good to see you, buddy. Um, Do you guys agree? I think there's a lot of moving parts here. I keep pushing Slammiversary obviously we want to push it we want to grow it we want it to be uh, as big as it possibly can be but I also think that's going to be the proverbial turning point um for where this company's going roster wise and Max and I talk about that 915 live right here on YouTube channel <laughs> our YouTube channel TNAW channel impact zone number four uh but I think Slammiversary is going to be a influx maybe not of surprises and people that we're going to be used moving forward but a better uh a better look at where we're going as far as depth charts and and you know, who's the who's the top of the litter, uh, so to speak. So yeah, man, honor no more stand uh at top, number uh number one again, Josh at number two, even with his ten point boost. You know, man, uh Dia and Burton gonna have a lot to talk about uh this Tuesday for uh go go power rankings, but what I'll say about it is look, Sammy is someone I think should be on it. I think even without wrestling he's making his mark uh, he's selling a damn match at a pay per view that is now one of the I'm most excited to see Monsters Ball. By the way, so I so I think he's there now. I, the only thing I would say is, who do you swap? And I say, okay, well, I guess Mia, right? She wasn't on this week. They did talk about her in a, in a good light. Same time, I have that thing on my shoulder that tells me my daughter watched BTI with me this week and said she wanted a beer when growing up. So the so the little boost. Um, that are those other things, the, the talking about her, uh, the aura she, that is around her, the star power, uh, she has, I'll forgive it. I'll look past it. Um, we'll say well-deserved, right? But once again, if you want to make a difference, uh, let us know and you can be part of the Power Rangers Committee. All right, let's get into Impact you. We got a lot, uh, a lot to unbury here. Some really damn good matches. Some good storytelling. Some surprises, if you want to call it that. Um, but what I thought, and we'll get to that, obviously, I thought it was a better show than last week. Even though I thought last week was pretty good, besides the the acting and and, and cringe of some things. Um, I see that in there about PCO and and H&M. Yeah, yeah, man, I I do consider him that, even though he's his own entity. I think when it's all said and done, he'll obviously split. But I think because he is a Frankenstein-like monster, he just does what he wants. Um, And when it's convenient, (laughs) it's wrestle uh, with H&M. So, uh, yeah, but we have a a stack show that came out here. A lot of setting up for the pay-per-view. A lot of uh, different things that uh, might come to play after the pay-per-view. But let's get into it. BTI this week, uh, Decay defeated Swinger and Dice. Once again, uh, Lucha in the building to Tia. Hey, what's going on, guys? Live from the treehouse. All day, my friend. We um, yeah, have BTI, uh, Decay defeating Swinger and Dice. I said this once, I'm going to say it again. Swinger and Dice, I, you know, they could lose 50 billion times as long as they get that one win for the title eventually. Bromance pop from this guy. Romance pop, uh, but I like this because I think I was speaking a bird about this about um, you know impacts tag division. I think it's very deep, uh, and I think it's going to grow rather shortly. We'll get to that, but yeah, man, I, I like this for an, what you would call an undercard tag team feud. You get Decay out there, you get them on TV. They're instant like instantly likable, instantly uh, attracted to people are attracted to them. So it's good to have them out there, and the swinging dice are always a, a good time and uh, unfortunately pick up the loss. First, we start Impact with Sammy and has has, has harsh words for Moose, uh, kind of pushing that, setting that up, setting that match up. I said it right there. I wanted Monsters Ball, and they delivered. Uh, we will get Monsters Ball at Anniversary. Moose versus Sammy. Two of our top guys who... <sighs> the roster, I, man, we'll talk about it. The zone. Next up is re- retro, retro Intro number three three there we go uh this one was great i like the last one the one before that you guys know my feelings but i thought this one uh was well executed uh gave me all the feels that music the cross the line tag man can't beat it can't beat it we follow that up with rosemary defeating teneal dashwood um eventually getting taya to come out there for the save I like this because it's what we've been talking about, guys. We've been talking about Taya and and Rosemary together. Talked about Decay after taking that L to Masha. Kind of maybe going in her own way to expand that tag division. Maybe with a returning Su Young possibility there. But this gave, you know, instant. You pick up a win over the tag team champion. You get a tag team title match. I assume it's at Slammiversary. So uh this was a nice setup for that. I think the fans love it. I love it personally. Um But uh very happy with very happy with uh the setup there for that match. Next up uh you have the Good Brothers and the Briscoes on the farm. Did the stream freeze? Did mine? I don't think so. Tell me guys. There we go. Okay. Was there a little bit yeah we have a storm here, guys. So bear with me. Uh once again, if you watch the YouTube, I think it'll be just fine. Maybe, maybe not. Either way, uh, what I was talking about was I was happy with Rosemary and uh, beating Tennille here, continuing that storyline, once again, integrating storylines uh, and, and making that tag division even bigger, which we'll get to in just a moment. So good brothers and briscoes on the farm. Look, I said last week that the top 10 thing was a bit cringe for me. Uh, you know, they're supposed to be heels, right? Uh, it was kind of funny. It was kind of dry. There was a weird in between. Do you brute for the briscoes? It was, it was just a cluster for me. This is what the good brothers need to be doing. To live on the farm, <laughs> fight on a farm, <laughs> edit it the way they did. That shit was gold. That shit was gold. Very happy with it. Um and I I thought it pushed the the obviously the feud even further. as uh, their dad come out. Man, that was just gold. Enjoyed that uh, very much. Next up was Gia with Heath. I, I said it on Twitter on the live tweets, man. Rhino, uh, Heath gets injured. Rhino joins VBD. Rhino gets injured. Heath turns into Christian Bale Batman. I don't know <laughs> if he was just out of his voice dropped. He was, he's ready to be uh, vengeful to get to some retribution for, for your, uh, his buddy Rhino. And it uh, backfired, which we'll get to in just a moment. Next up, we had Macklin defeating PCO, in which I was ready to already call the match of the night. That early into the show, uh, I mean, that was a banger. And at this point, I know I joke. I know I joke. Uh, the best signing since Kurt Angle in PCO. But this dude can lose. He could fall off the top rope. Uh, onto nothing on the floor. he get his arms separated. He, he could be an H&M. He cannot be. He could be up back there just yelling Jonah's name. This fucker's gold, and anything he does. And I and you know I always enjoyed him. Once again, a, a crowd that already is uh, a fan of somebody. You don't have to do that character development. It's already there. People are already behind him. I think he was an A plus signing with PCO. Says he's there till October at least for Bound for Glory. We'll see what happens. I hope he's uh, someone that could fill in some. Uh, Mid card uh, gap there, even for the Digital Media Championship, be funny. Uh, but Macklin picking up the win, Macklin uh, still getting the boost here, the rise of Macklin. I still want to see him win the DMC before anything else. Uh, but once again, this is a, a a classic showing of what's bringing a guy who has a little name value, not much, right? He wants to, he wants to chance to. Uh, to canvas to which paint his, his masterpiece, right? Show what he can actually do compared to what people were telling him to do. And I mean, week after week, this dude knocks it out of the park. He is one of those foundation pieces that we're building up while we bring in names that kind of come in and, and play around and get some name value, but also inter intermingle with these guys that we're trying to build up. Morsey just took the W, or excuse me, just took the L, um, so Macklin could get a W, uh, and then he left. But <laughs> but still, we're, we're doing the right things. We're building the right people, foundation pieces, man, foundation pieces. And this is just another showing of that. King of the Mountain flashback. The reason I bring this up is because one, of the, especially if you're one of the Twitch watchers like I was back in the day, um, we got a lot of flashbacks. Some relevant. Uh, some then scared us because we thought they were going to be relevant. Some annoyed us because we saw them over and over and over and over again. But this one was important. Do I think it means Booker T shows up? No, I don't know if that happens. Would I be against it? Hell no. Hell no. Especially if he's on commentary. Uh, but to show the King of the Mountain match was important for a few reasons. One, you get to show the, you know, what the match does and um, how it, well, let's, let's go step, let's take a step back. One, you show all the big names that were in uh, TNA and in the history, right? You show uh, the Booker T's, the Kevin Nash, the Samoa Joe, who else was in that match? You guys can tell me in the, the chat group here. Uh, so so it's important for that reason to show the names and the quality of names we've had and not just past their prime. But two, it also showed the King of the Mountain match and, and what it really looks like. There's been a lot of, I don't know, so much, you know, obviously when you do the LOL TNA, you dig on it, um, people find anything. And, and and this was one of those matches that people talked a lot of shit about. But it's not that convoluted. I say it all the time. Give me three seconds. Well, maybe not three. Get ahead of myself. But give me a couple minutes and I can, and I can describe it. And if I were to describe it right now, I would say five people in the match. To be able to win, you got to be able to hang the belt. To be able to hang the belt, to get eligible, you have to make a pin or a submission. If you get pinned or submitted, you go into the penalty box for two minutes. It's that simple, folks. Okay? You could probably do it better than I just did. It's not saying much, but it's very easy. It's a fun match. And honestly, seeing what Mia's saying, and I think it was, uh, was it Jordan? I can't remember who was saying it uh, in interview recently. These, th- these women are all on the same page. They want to make a bang and match out of this. They want to uh set the precedence for what will come hopefully. Knock on wood for the follow, the following following queen of the mountain matches. I think this thing is going to ha, has a very good chance of stealing the show. It's a world title match so could stealing the show sure. Yeah, I mean I guess you could still put it in that category, but guys, can you imagine Jordan on the top of that penalty box? You know, press slamming Tasha into all the other knockouts, back into the ring, into the crowd, wherever you want to play. There's just so much. This is what I love about Impact and what they're doing with the budget. I know you guys gave me whatever about the, the gauntlet for the gold. Hey, man, on an episode, it costs money to pay 20 people to be in a gauntlet for the gold. Right? it costs money to have a penalty box and construct all these things with production it costs money to put 5 people in a match now I have Mickey James on the outside but they're doing it. these little big things to make these things feel important and I dig it this is, this is one of my most ante- anticipated matches of, of the card and that's for me saying a lot because there's so much other good shit but uh, look out for that Speak of the Devils, we're talking about the knockouts. Deanna's backstage. She gets approached by Seals and Evans, and I love this. One, it keeps the narrative going of Tasha just looking for a way out, right? She's still that champion at this point. I know Lucha had mentioned that kind of, I don't know if he said it in this way, but the hearty 10-10-10 uh, thing where he kept losing and losing in the series, and then eventually, you know, they swerve you with the win. Is it possible that she's under the radar so she can keep the belt? It's possible. I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't care what's going to happen here. I think Mia, most likely, I'll save that for the pre-pre-show when we do our prediction board. But uh, I'm okay with whatever the result is, as long as it's a banger. And uh, yeah, man, I- I'm-, I'm happy for for Tasha, no matter if she wins or loses here. Because it, it is a monumental thing anyway, so uh we have Deanna, Steeles, and Evans talking about, oh, we need help from Mia. Once again, mentioning Mia, putting her on thank you, Gary, Bobby Root, Christian, Samojo, Booker T, and can't remember the fifth name. Kevin Nash, I believe. Right? He wasn't just ringside. I'm not sure. Um. But uh. Yeah, so with Steeles and Evans, man, and Deanna. What well, we got after this, we pushed we keep making make it important, we keep it in you know, everyone back of our minds. There's the Queen of the Mountain, Queen of the Mountain, Queen of the Mountain. Mia looks strong, even though she's not on the episode, obviously, she made the rankings. Uh, but when people are talking about her as hey, we need to team up to, to strategize for her, it gives her the rub, right? So I dug that. Tasha and, and Savannah leave. That's right, Gary. Kevin Nash was the enforcer. Sorry to my audio crew <laughs> who are going back and forth. We're just talking with the fire chat here tonight. Uh, but who appears after they leave? Something we've been clamoring for. I know Max and myself. We talk about it on Impact Zone tonight. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Now, I think personally the knockouts division is probably the deepest it's been in, in a very long time. I also know at the same time it, it costs twice as much to pay a tag team as it is to pay individuals. Right? One person in the knockouts division. You need two of them to be in the tag division. Okay. No matter what way you slice it, that's more money. Can't keep eight tag teams back there, 88 minutes of television, and have them a little sit catering. But Deanna always in the title picture is what's inevitable. She deserves to be there. She's our best knockout in my eyes. All around. And that's hard, but all around. To get her off of the, the main, if she loses here, which I, I think that's the case, and you swir- and you swing her over with Chelsea. Then you have the influence. Then you have Tasha and Savannah if if they're not in the knockouts picture, world picture. This division's growing, guys. I still think we have something here. Is Havoc you know happy that Rosemary is gonna form a tag team with Ty even if it's just for anniversary? Is Sue Young returning? Giselle still hasn't found a partner. Will she need to find a new one after Elish gets mauled by Masha? There's a lot of questions but all of it's pointing to depth, okay, so something to be excited about, building the divisions, next up we have Gia backstage with a blast from the past, it is the blueprint Matt Morgan, um, just fresh from getting his DNA down from space, I guess, Um, I was never a fan of of Matt Morgan, uh, to be honest, Um, you know, I, I thought he had potential, uh, I think there's some great qualities. I think the booking was a little wonky sometimes with him. I think they didn't do him any service by putting in him some, uh some lifts in the Hogan era. That kind of hurt his uh, credibility. But it was nice to see him back, especially after I'm pretty sure he, all he does is talk shit about Impact elsewhere. But he seemed pres- appreciative. It pushed the, the whole TNA thing. He says he's a, he's a mayor now. Good for him. It's awesome, man um so good little uh flashback there for people uh vincent comes out talks about the tna ghosts of the past impacts ghosts of the past (coughs) and matt morgan i guess is one of them so once again keeping it fresh in our mind that honor no more versus impact originals we'll get to that next up joe Doring and vbd uh via disqualification defeat josh alexander joe Doring of vbd you know, thought it was a good match. Uh, it was entertaining. Did not knock off uh, Macklin versus PCO for me. Obviously, any disqualification doesn't help the cause, but it, once again, it pushes the storyline that they're creating for Slammiversary, adding to the drama there. Um, I get a lot of people are hyped by Doring. I get that they keep saying that, you know, he's undefeated and da-da-da-da. But guys, let's call a space a Is this guy gonna be able to carry a match for ten minutes, let alone fifteen or twenty in the main event? No. Does he does he fill a position, and and fill it really well? Yes. I look forward to seeing Joe Doring do stuff. But this clamoring for him being in the main event picture or or the world title picture is is fucking absurd, to be honest. Okay. Um. You know. Uh, we need. We need more. Uh, <laughs> Bangers with that belt. Not saying you couldn't get one here and there. But on a continuous basis, um, and and what that world championship, we need it to represent because of that lineage that we're building with it. Once again, look at it. What do you got? Right? Swan, Kenny Omega, Christian, Josh, Moose, Josh. Let, let's keep building. And once again, I think this is one of the best lineage runs for this belt in quite a while. Does it need more depth? Sure does. Um, but we'll talk about that. All right, um, so just continuing the feud here uh, with Josh and uh, Eric being in the main event. Next we have Gia with Moose. Moose, uh, he's not scared of Sammy, but he is. Uh, right, I see her a minute. Excuse me, a Renee Michelle thing in there. I think her and Giselle would be a great tag team. I think she fits in well there. But yeah, Moose is not scared of Sammy. Eventually, you find out he is. But we jump to Ace in Japan first. We see the footage of how his uh, his week was going, how it ended. Him in the Bullet Club, him turning on Alex Zane, uh, which is awesome because once again, another easy transitional thing that Impact did to show that the the sixth fifth blah, blah, uh, participant is Alex Zane, continuing a feud for outside. So he has people that he's. Uh, feuding with with the Inside Impact that want his title and he has history with like Trey um, you bring Kenny King in a picture who is that nostalgic uh, X Division champion and now you have Alexane which is something that was uh, created during the Best of Super Juniors really cool really cool um, Sammy and Moose brawl backstage They gets locked in a room kind of foreshadowing and they announce it like I said earlier we get Moose and we get uh, we get Sammy, Monster's Ball. Will they sleep for 24 hours? Or maybe they stay awake, I can't remember. No food, no water, no bathroom. We'll see if that happens. Rather not, I'm okay with it not going that far. But either way, it's going to be a banger of a match. And I mean, once again, we're adding, we're adding, we're adding to the Slammiversary card. Next up uh, was Cardona and Myers. Nice to see Myers back. Uh, Everyone, he's never left the roster page, but we all know he's on a PPA now. He mentioned that he's a free agent, but good to see he's still with impact and being used there and uh, continuing this digital media championship feud since Matt Cardona cannot. Um, So we get that at Slammiversary, it seems as well, which Myers versus Swan signed me up. Um, Is there that drama there of who's going to win it? It's quite possible, honestly. Um, I hope Swan wins it, keeps his belt and actually gets possession of his belt. <laughs> but either way, it's something else to look forward to in putting this belt on uh, some form of pedestal. I wish it was Cardona just for the, the NWA uh, thing. Have Jeff Jarrett come in and smack him with a guitar. But uh, we'll see what happens. Either way, I'm intrigued. And then next up is what stole Match of the Night for me. Honor and Amour defeated the TNA OGs, Impact OGs. And there ain't no shame in that. This match is what a main event should be. It's what the main event was. It's what we've been getting in the main events for Impact Wrestling. And how damn good are are uh, Eddie, uh, Matt, and Mike Bennett together? I mean, for for not having, for you know, let's take kayfabe here. They have obviously chemistry being, you know, Boston kids and, um, you know, some kind of working together at some point. But in a kayfabe world, for not having the time to go in the ring, and in the real world, I mean, how many trios <laughs> matches have they been having together in the course of their careers? So smooth, uh, so efficient, just dope, man. Um, these guys need to stay. They really do. Even if you're burnt out on Honor and more, throw that shit away if you want. Keep these guys together. New Kingdom? Let's go. Um, but I thought this was a banger uh, you know, very excited, once again, yeah, IO, it's a taste of what's to come Sunday, uh, next Sunday, yeah, wow, wow, holy lord, um, once again, for you guys who, who joined me live, uh, we have a pre-pre-show that's Twitch exclusive, 6.30 to 7.30, Sunday, and then, uh, we will have a special Monday recap of, um, of, uh, Slammiversary, so look out for that, really excited about it, Yes, they did just release a tabenture, so that's a good sign. Um, You know, I just think these are just like PCO, just like the Briscoes. These are people who have already have not only character developed uh, in the fan base and outside the fan base, but they have a fan base outside our fan base. So, um, you know, someone we should keep around. But once again, as we always say, free agency works both ways. Okay. They want. They have to want to stay. We have to offer them what they want to stay. All right. But that was the impact review. What did you guys think? I'm going to close up shop on that one so we can look at the poll. All right. You guys rated 65% with A, 18% for B, and 13% picking up. Last week was 4% for C, uh, and D for 4% as well. Uh, what do you guys think? A is, is, is definitely standing there. We... we is staying uh, pretty even at 65%. We want more votes. I don't want to chalk this up to trolls, man. I said that before. Of course, you're going to have your occasional one. But are there a lot of people that thought this was a okay show? I personally, I don't think I'm being biased. I pride myself on that. Uh, unbiased, honest, transparent. But I thought it was a damn good show. And you heard what I had to say last week. <laughs> so you know I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, Gary says, A for him. I thought with the main event and the PCO thing alone it could not be less than a B if you want to go B plus I'm cool with it if you want to go less than that I'm cool with it as well once again we're not trying to uh, create a community of of same answered people just like-minded in the sense that the goal is the same we all want impact to succeed we want it to grow and uh 65% of you said it was an A Look, I love the product, and that's part of the reason we're in hot topics. We're talking about two things. We're talking about Ace and Bay. Can they coexist? But we're also going to talk about Impact Finances and why that's important to me. Um, if you if you follow our Twitter account, you can see me uh, uh, being childish sometimes and, and going at it. I don't mean it in a sign of whatever, a uh, disrespect or argument. I want the fan base to be united. But to do so, we all need to be in <laughs> planted in reality. So we'll talk about that as well. But before we get into that... Uh, I think it'd be nice to, uh, to once again, as I always say, cleanse the palate. Have a good laugh. Dark, Parkside there, Seven Millard. What's going on, buddy? Great show. A from you as well. Uh, let's, let's take a, let's take a blast from the past here. Let's, um, let's get, uh, something we all could laugh at for a second. Or not. Someone's always offended by something. (laughs) Here we go. Tired of trolling but not getting the clout you deserve? At Dave Melter's School of Clowning, we'll teach you everything from shitting on impact to really shitting on impact. Enroll now for the low low price of $11.99 a month and you too can be just like Dave. Other classes include bringing people down 101 and calling myself a journalist but calling companies by the wrong name. Use the code Bills for 15% off at checkout. Alright, so, obviously we're not on Tuesday nights, a little old, I said a blast from the past, <laughs> there's a little Meltzer University for you, a little silliness, uh, a little nonsense to break up uh, what we're about to, <laughs> what we're talking about, I guess. So many positives for Impact, and that's, uh, Gary, Gary's there, yep, we all do want Impact to grow, we do, uh, I, I think we all have the same, the same goal, uh, and, and that's a great place to start, but before we get to that one, I will end the show. Uh, and lead into the Impact Zone, episode four. Where we talk about Paige. I forgot about that. We talk about Paige and where she's going, Hey, Herbie Herbs, what's going on, buddy? Good to see you. Um, yeah, we talk about Paige. Uh, we talk about the necessity of uh, of a new knockout, of a knockout's tag or not. The tag team division and and, and what else we're looking for at Slammiversary and, and can change the game. But it's getting hot times. <laughs> all right we're we in a good place yeah we're in a good time good awesome so the question here and this is uh once again a tie-in to uh talking bloody nonsense uh, you can check out their episode 25 that's on there now they're killing it man they keep growing stronger and stronger fan base as well uh and, and keep a lookout for craig as he travels all the uk to every show he possibly can which is, is so cool to see man um but yeah check them out man They talk about this, and it kind of sparked something in my head, because my opinion is a little bit different. Um, Not right, necessarily, but a little different. So Ace joining the Bullet Club, Bay being in the Bullet Club. uh, Is there room for both? I think the short answer is yes. I think there's a a lot of reasons you would do this, And the first one I'm going to talk about, which is, I think, more positive, in a positive way. Uh, Carl Anderson just won the Never Openweight, right? Uh, IWGP title. So, they're planning some some feet back in Japan. I can see the Good Brothers taking a a long run there, while still uh, being uh, tied to Impact Wrestling. But if they're going to be gone more, Jay just won the championship, the IWGP heavyweight championship or whatever the hell it's called. No disrespect. You need some, you need some uh, bullet club members to be in Impact. There's going to be still some dance around uh, New Japan Strong. Um, you know, El Phantasmo, maybe Hikaleo's on the side. So there's ability for Ace and Bay to lead um, the ranks here in Impact compared to take the back seat while everyone else is doing their, uh, their responsibilities elsewhere. So, is it possible they both stay and they form a tag team and there's another tag team and they're the leaders of the impact version of Bullet Club, if you want to word it that way? It's a possibility. Um, I think having our, what I think, besides Trey, now we're adding Bailey and a bunch of other people. Josh was there, but he's, 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 Went past that. was graduated. These are our top prospects. You know how I feel about Ace and giving him the Bullet Club makes sense. It's that next thing for him to grow. It was was for Bay. I think the number two thing I want to talk about is the, the I don't say negative, uh, because I honestly don't know. I, I don't work there. I, I don't have inside sources, per se. Uh, I don't ask for <laughs> inside sources. Um. But what does Impact think of Chris Bay right now? What does Chris Bay think of Impact right now? You know, it's brought to my attention by quite a few people about uh, his Twitter game, and 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 uh, you know, are we overanalyzing? It's possible. Um, but w- what's important to him at the end of the day? Did he have enough of the creativity, and now he wants the money? It's possible. What I think, if for any of you who are sports lovers or basketball specifically, like myself, motor. Is one? Do I think Bay can can wrestle? You know, around half the wrestlers out there. Yes, if not more. Sure. Yeah, it's not that kind of motor. It's what's in here. I don't question it. I don't know the dude, but we we don't know that. And and if we say we do, unless you know him personally, uh, you, we don't know. You're wrong. You know? Yeah. yeah unless you know him personally, you're wrong. Uh, until he comes out and says this is what I want or this is my intention or wrestling is what I is what I wake up thinking about and impact is where I want to be that's for impact management to know uh we don't know that right now so on one hand could this be a sign that they want to push Ace and Bay together and, and make them you know take the reins of the Bullet Club and Impact and and grow them together and eventually have a a feud sure it's very possible At the same time, is it possible that Bay has been picking up a lot of L's and not really prominent in storylines for quite a bit now, even though he's been in the Bullet Club? It's possible that we're looking at that as well. We don't know what management thinks. We don't know what Bay thinks. Um, But it's something to remember uh, when we say, well, why aren't they doing this? There's more to to putting on a show than just this guy has talent. Do you know if he's going to resign? Is it worth putting all your eggs in a basket when they're noncommittal? I think there's a lot of different things you have to to look at uh, before we just say, you know, oh, they're going to implode. They're not going to be getting kicked out of Bullet Club or he's staying in. We don't know. We don't know. All right. So here's the one that uh, I want to talk about the most because this is the last time I'm going to talk about it. If you guys want to come at me cordially and have a conversation on the show or bring some more information to, to, to my light, please do. I am researching this Uh, the best I can and the limited resources, uh, that are available to me, but I have done research. I've talked to Canadians. Hopefully there's some in the chat that can help me out here. Uh, I've talked, I have followed business journals. I've looked in search for net profits, which is hard to find by the way, because if you Google Anthem, you guys think that 1.9, whatever billion is our Anthem. It is not, we are not a publicly traded company. That is not our information. Um, and I want to get into that. I want to talk our ownership. I want to talk where we are, where we are at financially and if our energy is focused in the wrong area. Okay? This isn't saying impact doesn't have flaws. Uh, I'm, I'm very well aware <laughs> of, uh, of the impact flaws. Okay? If you want to critique the product, I'm right there with you. I just did it. I do it every week. Last week, I was less uh, pleasant about it. But when we're talking about people's jobs and ownership and going for their heads, I think we need to be more informed um, and based in reality. So that's the point of this. This isn't to attack Impact. You guys have to understand that I love Impact, pro-pro wrestling, but I love Impact, okay? Um, For me, uh, I know where I was June 19th, 2002, Wednesday. I I know where I was. I – Literally, I could, I could picture right now. I was in my living room alone watching it. Okay, and for someone like me, who had just lost WCW, ish, uh, I was a big WCW guy. Um, my, I'll say my living situation, my 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 childhood wasn't ideal. It wasn't easy for me to to make uh, friends. Having, uh, I'm a Dolphins fan and Knicks fan, so once again, not easy to make fan or to make friends. <laughs> uh, not many fans. So, so NWA TNA coming and and being that Phoenix that rose from the WCW zombie, um, or is the whatever, was a blessing for me, man. Uh, I made friends because of wrestling. I got more into wrestling. My passion grew because of NWA TNA. I love this company. At the end of the day, whenever it may be, I want Impact to be number one. Do I need it to be? No. But do I want it to be? Yes, it would be nice. Um, And that's what I want to talk about. You know, look... This is coming from a place of, I want us all to be on the same page so we can move impact forward. And Gary's talking about there about Ross Forman. and I wasn't gonna mention names, um, people talking about he should be let go. But here's what I'll say about Ross before I move on about the rest. If a bakery owner says, hey man, we need 100 pies, because uh, that's what the people want. They want 100 pies. And you tell the baker, but I need you to make it on 24 eggs. How many of those fucking pies is he going to make? And how many, is he going to go to the store and buy his own eggs? Go on his time? On his pay? No. You, people have jobs, and they have budgets. Could there be more little things and efforts? Yes, but we could get into that if you want. Uh, I don't want to get too far into Ross. I don't have any personal feelings on that. Uh, I also don't have the numbers, and neither do you. He knows the markets, he knows his, he knows where merch is sent to, he knows where YouTube subscriptions come from, he knows where uh, pay-per-view buys come from, he knows the markets that are big, he knows what he has to do within those markets. If you think he's not doing a good job at that, so be it, but once again, there's only certain amount of money to play with, and that's the point of this. You know, talking about ownership is going to get me is going to get me a lot of slack and I know that I already get it but I, I once again my goal my end game is the same as what I hope yours is okay I don't want anthem to sell I don't love Tony Khan the shouldn't be T N A E W channel which although clever was a clever dig <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a TNA guy I hope I just 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 let you know that by by what I just said the lead up to this But the information I'm about the share It's a little bit of history lesson, and I'll make that part quick, and and then I'll get to why this is important to me, most important to me. So look it up online. You do all your research. Get back to me. If you think I'm wrong, we could talk about it. Once again, come cordial or we ain't coming at all. My neighborhood, bullies get bullied. You understand? Uh, Len Asper is the CEO of Anthem Sports Entertainment, president of Cygnus Corp, president of Joshua Foundation, and uh, vice chair of Asper Foundation, shareholder of Question Properties. This guy has jobs, he does things, okay? That's not in question here, okay? But when you're talking about foundations, you're talking about charitable foundations. People had came at me and said, well, look, this has 100 and... It doesn't matter how many millions in assets a charity foundation has. If you spend it on Impact Wrestling, he'd be in jail. I believe that's how that works, okay? So you look him up and you looked at... From depending on where you look, $1.5 to $11 million in net profit, more than I have, more than probably you have, more than a lot of us combined. Ain't nothing to bat your eyes at. But him and his family had an empire under Canned West's umbrella, right? Okay. Unfortunately, in September 2009, uh, financial crisis hit, and I'm going to get this right, that their low debt, uh, debt load resulted in breaching of certain covenants in its loan documents and led to a filing under the CCAA, Companies Creditors Arrangement Act. So so essentially, uh, you know, they were going to be bid out. Uh, someone was going to try to buy them. I'm not going to get into all that. I'm not a business guy per se uh, when it comes to all this. Uh, I'll keep it very simple. Um, but he stepped down as CEO that, which he had a hell of a run. This isn't an attack on him. Once again, you'll see that at the end. He had a hell of a run with his family's empire. Unfortunately, debt came about. Uh, He dropped out in March 2010, dropped from being the CEO so he could join a partnership bid with Goldman Sachs and Catalyst Partners. Unfortunately, it was rejected by the courts. September 2010, he built his own company. He formed Cygnus Ventures, which he still manages today, which is very important because you can find that it posted a $2.1 million profit in 2019. Could he be spending a billion? And then making a tube, you know, and then making, two, I don't know, guys, uh, not a lot of a profit for someone who you want to spend it all on, on marketing, uh, for, uh, to December, 2010, they acquired a significant ownership stake in Anthem sports entertainment, which is now up to 72.95%. They own a majority stake in access TV, minority stake in pursuit game TV and fight network Invicta fighting championships. Gravitas, as we mentioned out of pocket purchase for 73 million. And then impact wrestling, of course. So what I want to say first about before I get into the, the brutal news, I want to say, this is a 2017 interview from lens mouth about the purchase of impact Wrestling. I like sports, but I'm not doing this because I'm a wrestling fanatic. It's a business decision. Okay. For him it was good business to buy Impact Wrestling at the time because Fight it was Fight Network's number 2 most watched wrestling promotion on the app. So this is about business. This isn't a Tony Khan thing where this is about a childhood journal of building a wrestling promotion. Okay? It's, it's not about spending on things just to pop the boys. It's not a spending money to, to pop the locker room. It's not to, spend, to, to pop us. This is a business we are running. We make money. We live within the black. We live within the black. Are they reinvesting that money? Sure, but they are treating impact like a business. We've had people that didn't, that come in here and buy New York City uh, billboards. Where'd that leave us? They bought Monday Night Raw uh, television spots. Where did that leave us? This guy is growing it the right way. And that's the biggest thing I can say and compliment to him before I say what I'm about to say, and that's not a negative, but I just want to be brutally honest, is that for the first time in the 20 years I've been watching Impact Wrestling, this is the longest amount of time where I felt that we were self-sustainable. Where I didn't have to look at the sheets every day to wonder if we were even going to be in business. To even look on the television channel to see if it was canceled out or not showed. Or someone dropped it to put on uh, some fucking fishing show. Okay? Or some Bigfoot show. Look, we are self-sustainable. We are a living, viable business. Are we number one? No. Are we going to spend a bunch to, to swing and, and maybe miss? No. We are going to make business decisions strategically. And I think they have done a hell of a job to where we are. Once again, we have self sustainability, but when you guys talk about it, about Len being a billionaire, what it does is it sets the precedence for the new fan coming in or the fan that's already there of why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they spending the money? They have billions. Well, the answer is they don't. You could say, well, how do they buy something for 77, 73 million? equity. I'm not a business guy. We won't get into all that. Someone can come here and school me and maybe I'm wrong. But <laughs> money, there's lines of credit, there's different ways to get it. There's <laughs> the guy's been in the game since all of his life. There's ability to do those things. There's ability to buy a, a production company and all of its portfolio because he'll see money on the back end. But swinging on a, a billboard to sell out a $700 or 700 seat arena or whatever. It just. It, we could talk about this all day. I get where you're coming from. I agree with you in a lot of the ways. But once again, the baker can only do what the bakery gives it. Okay. But the most important thing, in, in, in fact, before you all jump on me and attack me and unsubscribe and all that stuff, they're rich but cash poor. There you go. Asset rich but cash poor. At the same time. They have the ability to do things because they're good business people. Okay. The Canadian Business Journal, though, for 2022 has said there are 45 billionaires in Canada. (laughs) Len Asper is not one. It's not true, guys. And the faster we all agree on that and we stop attacking each other and stop having these Uh, imaginative, fantastical dreams of what could be if we spent millions for our own pleasure but never possibly see it back because once again, it's not our money. It's a detriment to what we can be or what we can become. And that's what I want to say. That's why the last time I talked about this, unless it's important, unless there's something that proves me wrong, I'm more than happy to admit that I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot. But I've done my research on this, man. And... What I want to say is if, you're, if, you're, if your end game is the same as me, you want impact to be number one. You want it to be bigger. You want them in bigger arenas. You want it in bigger things. It's not about you spending money that you don't have. It's about realizing that there's a lot of money out there that people don't have right now. And how could we make people uh, fill up these arenas without buying tickets for ourselves or instead of relying on the same people? You grow the fan base. But I'm sorry, guys. If I jump on wrestling Twitter, I'm in the shadows. I don't want to admit that I'm an Impact fan because, God forbid, online I, I I say it out loud. But if I come out of the shadows and say, I'm an Impact person, I want to give it a chance, and all I see on Twitter timeline is a bunch of assholes with pitchforks telling me why it sucks that are allegedly fans, and I say allegedly because they're hard, I, I, I take that back. They are fans. They just have a different way of looking at it. I want to be for the new fans. I, I want to be for the new impact fan that this company is trying to get and that is building through their creativity and their business decisions and not just off a busting nut on a one big free agent signee. Okay? We are self-sustainable for the first time forever. We're making our own stars. People understand that we are a viable option. We need to start planning our feet together in reality, put the pitchforks down, and welcome these new Impact fans, and tell them why it's good. Does that mean be a stand? Does that mean be a homer? Does that say admit all the or uh, um, acquit all the faults? No, we talk about them here all the time. <laughs> that's that's creative. That's that's storylines. That's wrestlers. That's you know possibility. But when we're dealing in in this. False reality of we're billionaires and we need to spend and why aren't they spending our owners suck and, and Ross needs to lose his job? You're talking about people's fucking livelihoods here. It's not that it's not that important. And if you can't get on there and you can't realize this is gonna be a slow process burn, uh and it could be even faster if we just work the fucking together. I don't know what to tell you. I don't want impact to lose any fans. But the point of me saying this is so we can together. Unite and bring in new fans. I don't care if it's on this show. I don't care if it's in other communities. I don't care if it's in, uh, you know, all the other Impact channels. Building impact and rising. Okay? That's what I'm trying to do. It's not hating. I hope you guys understand that whatsoever, uh, that it's not hating. I love this company. I want to see another 20 years. God willing. I don't mean. Their, their survival, but mine. I never know. I gotta take care of myself. Arguing with you guys on Twitter all the time ain't gonna fucking do it. But, guys, look, we all have the same agenda. Slammiversary is gonna be a banger. I don't care if there's two people in the crowd or 70,000. Let's go in it. Let's celebrate what was. Let's build from this point forward. We are going to have a clean slate, literally the 20th anniversary, literally on the same day, 20 years later. <laughs> let's enjoy it, man. Let's tell people why Impact is good. Let's welcome what, Let's welcome new fans and, and not make them feel like this isn't the fan base they don't want to be part of. Look, if, if they're anything like us, we're trying to stay away from, and pro, pro wrestling, But we're trying to stay away from that toxic uh, argument of WWE versus AEW or this versus that. Pro-pro wrestling. But more important, pro-impact. All right, guys. Uh, Let's celebrate. Once again, we'll be back here 6.30 to 7.30 next Sunday. For Anniversary, We'll go through and we'll have the whole team's prediction. We all know how you guys love the prediction board. Stoked about that. Hopefully we get some of your predictions as well. It is a Twitch exclusive, so it will not air on the channel. But that Monday, I guess we can announce it now. That Monday, 8 p.m., uh, instead of... Maybe go 7. We don't want to compete with Raw, right? Um, we did once, and we failed. No, I, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Monday, we will debut the return... Guys, been asking for in this in our chat talking points is back. Uh, io lucha, Mr. Impact Craig, and myself we will have a talking points slam anniversary edition. If you guys have seen around the horn or anything like that, it's exactly the same, it is a complete ripoff. Points don't matter, but it's gonna be one hell of a time, and uh, I- I'm stoked to present that to you guys. Uh, you can see our results of our predictions as well. Uh, see where everyone's in the leaderboard, but also get to hear everybody's opinion and, and see uh what kind of fun we had at Slamversary. I think there'll be a lot of talking points, pun intended. I think there'll be a lot of impact, pun intended. Let's fucking go, guys. Alright, what do we got for slamversary? We got the impact tag team championships, good brothers. Briscoe's a lot on the line there. Ultimate X, Alex Zane getting that last spot. Six people deep. What a banger. Queen of the Mountain match, Mickey James is the special guest, ref or enforcer, excuse me, and then the Queen of the Mountain match itself. Guys. Look out for it, and then Eric Young versus uh, Josh Alexander for the heavyweight title. Now, one last thing before we go, and I, and I keep seeing this. Thank you, to, to you. um One, obviously, nine fifteen. Go check it out. Uh, debut of the Impact Zone, episode four, nine fifteen live. You could catch it there. We talk from entering, for everything, from Soraya to anniversary everything in between. Depth charts and so on. Uh, but with the Josh and i've said the comparison before you guys know it you go to a batman movie looking for batman to lose no you you, you go uh to new Money wars yet yeah. <laughs> we'll get a 0. .007 rating uh no you know here's what i'll say though not only the batman analogy we know we think we know josh is gonna win makes sense we got tna pandora's box still ready to open Eric Young is the the past and kind of the present of Impact Wrestling. Josh is obviously the present and the future of Impact Wrestling. After match number two down, we have Ultimate X. We have Queen of the Mountain. We have the tag team more that is the Good Brothers versus the Briscoes. We got, uh, you know, the Rich versus uh, Myers. I'm guessing Taya and Rosemary versus the Influence. There's a lot of shit going on. So to have a main event that is just pure wrestling, there's no two guys better right now to, in Impact, I think, to have that match of what represents the past, the present, the future, and to represent what I think. And I'm gonna stick to this claim, even if it doesn't happen. I'll I'll man up to it. This will be the first five star match since a breakable 5 Okay, it it just has that. It has that maybe not aura in the sense of big name star power you guys want but to me this is uh as a as a 20 year watcher man this is a a great place uh to end the show on not just ours but slammiversary uh and i think it's 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 gonna surprise a lot of people what a wrestling clinic this match will be all right guys once again 15 minutes you can check out uh well i guess this is oh yeah now i'm talking to you guys live Whoa, time warp. Uh, if you're watching this live, 9.15 in just 15 minutes, you can check out the Impact Zone episode 4. Uh, if not, you could check it out on the YouTube TNAIW channel. <sighs> I need sleep. Uh, and then, of course, TBN25 is up now. Nixon, Craig, go check that out. GoGo Power Rankings comes out on Tuesday. With Tia and Bert. See what they say about the power rankings and if you agree with them or with the original power rankings. And you could also be a committee member. Catch up with us. We love you guys. Thank you for coming out. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.